lovely people and welcome back to Confessions of a PYP Teacher. I'm Lou Gerlach from Think Chat. Welcome to episode 33, the second in our application series. Woohoo! Today we're going to focus on international mindedness. We are super excited. If you haven't had a chance, go back to um, episode 32 to look at how do we apply the learner profile. Today, in this second episode of our application series, we're going to look at how do we apply international mindedness and reflect on it in our practice. And when we apply international mindedness, we constantly ask ourselves, what does it look and feel like? And most people have a hard time because, you know, it's something that is tied with our disposition and belief system. It's not something tangible we do. And so, well, it's something we do, but, you know, it's not like um, something we teach. Well, yes, it is something we teach, but you know what I mean. It's it's uh, not a hardcore product. It's a process. So that's it. And so here are some ideas that we shared previously just to remind you on ways that we can develop international mindedness with our students by utilizing multilingual and multicultural texts, by exposing our students to varied texts for children who are not familiar with different cultures, it exposes them to a wide variety of ways of thinking. And for children who do speak or from other cultures, it validates their voice in the room. Also, international mindedness can be brought together by bringing our families into the school community, sharing their breadth of experience and valuing that experience. Utilizing reflection scenarios, prompts to get students to think, what would you do in this situation? Giving children time to tinker with our ideas and to put pieces together in new ways, um, focusing on a variety of situations and materials. Building capacity through multiple options. This sounds a lot like agency, absolutely. But when we're utilizing these options, we're allowing them to explore issues of local and global context. We're Define it, you know, allowing children to define it for themselves, these big conceptual ideas that are vast, allowing them to define it in their own language to make it personal and connected. Creating an internationally minded school mission that focuses on the bigger picture of the IB. Building those relationships through common beliefs and values and different ones as well but seeing the value in every different belief system building those relationships through understanding cultural norms and having that emotional intelligence to be able to understand those norms and respect them and also understanding and building relationships through roles that that are valued differently throughout different cultures. Now the first step is looking at this list 
and thinking about some actions that you'd like to take within the next term. So that could be quarter of the year, half of the year. My advice is to choose one to two items that I mentioned so that you can truly master them. We don't want to do a laundry list. But try something new. And personally speaking, I'd try something that's difficult. So if you are in a school that doesn't allow children too much time to tinker with ideas by giving them possibly, you might give them a reflection scenario in a group and then allow them to come up with some ideas as a group, by themselves, in partnerships, whatever it might be, just giving them 15 minutes to tinker with those ideas. That might be something you try to choose. So pick one to two items. Once again, multilingual texts, multicultural texts, bringing in families, reflection scenarios, giving time to tinker, build capacity through multiple options, defining it for themselves in kid language, creating an internationally minded school mission, building relationships through beliefs and values, norms, and roles. Pick one to two of those items that you would like to work on and commit to it and write down how you're going to make that happen. That's part of an action plan, right? We want this to be transferable to your classroom situation, to your team. We want it to be a repeated practice and make meaningful application. So now that's part one. Yes, part one. Part two, or the second step, is reflecting on our practice using a reflection quadrant. So we're going to use a table, whether it's on a piece of paper or you want to make a table, you know, in a Word document. Um, you can do this with your students. It's a great way to reflect and capture ideas in short sections so it's not overwhelming. And it's a perfect way to get older students to reflect on their learning process and make suggestions for improvement. This isn't, ooh, I talked about students, sorry. But this is also, I'm just trying to give you practical application, but this right now is mainly for you. Okay, it's always great to know how we can apply it to our classroom setting, right? So you set up your, your quadrant. So you're gonna either fold a piece of paper twice and you have four boxes or you do it electronically. So the first box, which is in your upper left side, you're going to put a title and you're gonna title it growth. Growth. G-R-O-W-T-H, growth, in case you can't understand my American accent. Then the second box, which is your upper right side, you're going to label desired, desired. The third box, which is the lower left side, you're going to label 
current, current. And the fourth box, which is the lower right side, you're going to label forces. Okay, so now you have your quadrant labeled. We're gonna take some time to reflect in each box answering the following questions. Remember, our path towards growth begins with an honest assessment of the situation as it really is and not how we wish it to be. That's just something to keep in mind. Okay, so now let's answer these questions in the upper left side, which is labeled growth. You're gonna answer these questions, or you're gonna think about this prompt, and you're gonna stop it, and you're gonna reflect right away. So in the box labeled growth, identify forces that could help the growth of international mindedness in your class or school. So think about the forces, meaning the people, the systems at your current school or in your classroom that will help support the growth of international mindedness. Write those down. Now we're going to look in that box called desired. And we're going to brainstorm ideas which represent a desired situation or the bigger picture that you would like to see happening with relationships in your class or in your school. So this is your wish list. Something that's not may not be fully actualized at your school or, or in your classroom, but this is your desired thing that you want to happen. That's going to be in desired. Now, in the lower left side corner, you're going to jot down some ideas that represent the current situation with relationships in your class or in the school. This can be teacher to student. This can be student to student teacher to teacher, teacher to administrator. What do those current situation relationships look like and feel like? And then we are now going to look at forces and identify the list, I, sorry, identify and list the forces which may inhibit the development of international mindedness in your class or your school. So what are those forces that are pushing against international mindedness and building those relationships? So as previously mentioned, we can't do this work alone and we want to make sure that there is practical application into your unit planners or why should we do it? So thinking about this piece of international mindedness, You've had a chance to reflect on some of the ideas, pick something that you want to do. Now reflecting on your current situation, go back and have a chat with your team because we want to make sure that some good application happens with your team and look at possibilities
for improvement in our unit planner. Oh, revolutionary. Okay, friends, you're on the, you're, man, we've been applying and in our last of our application series coming up, we're going to look at how do we apply agency in action. I cannot wait. So thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to see you next time.